Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You will be my 
Good evening. Welcome back to Blessings by Grace Radio. We are back. It is our first Thursday back from hiatus. Today is October the 5th, 2023. That song was an oldie but a goodie by Byron Cage. And now we are in the Apple Valley studio tonight. Dr. Bishop Offer Moore, he is in and he will be teaching from Learner's Lounge Thursday. So we want to welcome you back to another Learner's Lounge Thursday after a six-month hiatus. We are back better than ever, and we are elated. You're able to be here with us tonight in the studio via Radio Land, via social media. If you're there, we appreciate you for tuning in tonight as we usher in the spirit with thus saith the Lord. Tonight we're going to be searching fed, and that is an amazing 
time that we're going to be having tonight. So we're just so elated and so grateful, grateful, grateful that we're able to bring to you the Word of God. And tonight, for Inspiration Thursday, which we still will do Wednesdays and Thursdays, Inspiration Thursdays, um, tonight I wanted to just talk about what is the difference between systemic theology and biblical theology. Now, theology, in case you guys are wondering, that's a widely used term. Theology is a Christian context which seeks to understand God revealed in the Bible. So the study of God is a study of God's revelation of himself. Now, also, theology is essentially a study of scripture. Theology, however, does come from combining those two Greek words, theos, meaning God, and logos, meaning word or rational thought. So theology is God's thought or rational reasoning about God. It is a human effort to understand the God of the scriptures. Now, we all have ideas and thoughts about God, who he is as a person, what he was like when he sent his only begotten son to walk here on the face of the earth. So in a sense, we are all theologians. Theology is the activity of thinking and speaking about God. Now, these God thoughts are any reflection on the ultimate question of life that does involve God. Theology is for doxology, which is in praise, and devotion, which is a practice of godliness. Now, in the broadest sense, theology can encompass a wide range of interrelated disciples and disciplines. Exital theology, historical theology, practicing theology, systemic theology, and, of course, biblical theology. Now, the relationship between systemic theology and a biblical theology is a close one. What is the difference? So when you talk, we just talked about what is um, biblical theology, which focuses on the teachings of the individual author and books of the Bible and places each teaching in the scripture's historical development. It is a presentation of the Old and New Testament writings. Now, theologians and their teachings with their historical setting. A biblical theologian may ask, what is the historical development of the teaching about the kingdom of God? as it is seen throughout the history of the Old Testament and then those of the New Testament. Now, systemic theology, it uses biblical theology, but it focuses on collecting and summarizing the teachings of the biblical passages of a particular scripture or topic. Now, systemic theologians may ask, what does the entire Bible teach us about heaven today? Systemic theology attempts to summarize the whole Bible's teachings on a particular subject with a concise statement or definition. Now, when we talk about systemic theology, that also refers to Matthew Henry's concise uh, commentary, or you have Schofield. Those are theologians and and commentators who took the Bible and they decided to make up a commentary about what they thought the Bible was trying to convey to the people. Now, how does that relate to today in my closing? Well, like tonight is Learners on Thursday with Dr. Moore. He comes in and he gives us what thus saith the Lord. He's teaching us about the Bible. That could be considered a form of theology within the biblical realm. Why? Because we are learning about something of the Bible. And when you think about theology and theologians and you think about commentaries and commentators, they're all just trying to teach us about what it was like when Jesus walked around the face of the earth. Now, to sum it up, when we talk about this, there is an acronym that I like to use um, that talks about the Bible. And Holy Bible stands for He Only Left You. That's the holy part. 
basic instructions before leaving earth. That's the Bible part. So Holy Bible acronym stands for he only lets you basic instructions before leaving earth. So what does all that mean to summarize in my final closing here? It means that when we study the Bible, such as in Learner's Lounge Thursday, where Dr. Moore gives us a a Bible teaching. What that means is that we're now an active theologian. We are practicing what we are speaking about. We're learning about God's word, and we're receiving a revelation from the Lord. So if you don't understand the Bible, keep coming in on Thursdays for Learner's Lunch Thursday. Tune in on Sunday mornings on Blessings by Grace on all of our social media platforms and learn something. And if you still haven't figured it out just yet, when you pick up the good book and you're reading it, Pray and ask God for a final understanding as to what the Bible means to you. He'll give you that revelation. Thank you for listening to Inspiration Thursday. And now the reason that we're all here tonight is so we can learn, learn, and get more learning. So get out your notepads or your pencils or your pens and get your Bibles. And let's get on that road to knowledge as we study what thus saith the Lord from the good old doctor. He's in tonight, and he will break down the word of God with us like never before. Ladies and gentlemen, the speaker of the hour, the Honorable Dr. Bishop Alfred Moore, God bless you everybody. And thank you for listening to Inspiration Thursday. God bless you in Radio Land tonight. Amen. We are so grateful. Amen. Once again, to bring you a word from the Lord, we have just, amen, got a lesson in theology tonight. Amen. From my uh, sister Tasha, praise the Lord. Done a beautiful job, and we are so grateful tonight for her. We're going to, amen, ask God blessing upon his word. And as we open the word of God, we ask him to open up our understanding that we might understand the scripture. It takes, amen, the Lord to open up our understanding that we can fully understand the word of God. We're coming to you tonight, amen, uh, from the book of St. Matthew 16 and 19, and from St. Luke 10, 1, 3 through 16, and St. Luke, amen, 19, 12 through 15. Matthew, as in introducing to us tonight, amen, the thoughts of Jesus, Matthew, amen, the 16th chapter And verse 19 says, And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. That's a great statement. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Matthew is letting us know tonight, amen, that God has given the believers authority. Keys represent authority. To open up, amen, certain doors, you have to have the right key. Even in our prayer life, as we pray, you will have to have the right key to Unlock certain doors that your prayer may be heard. But the Lord said, I give you the keys 
letting you know, amen, is more than one door that we have to unlock. I give you the keys of the kingdom. God has a kingdom. And he wants us to enter into his kingdom, but we have to have the right key. And first of all, I would like to say, amen, to enter into God's kingdom, amen, we must, as he told Nicodemus, you must be born again. You must be changed. Flush is flush, and spirit is spirit. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth, shall be bound in heaven. Now, amen, God wants to let heaven come down to earth. He's given us the keys or given us the authority is to bind things on earth that it may be loose in heaven. Luke picked it up and said, and these things the Lord appointed over 70 also and sent them two and two before his face unto every city and place whether he himself would come. Therefore says he unto them, the harvest truly is great, but the labors are few. Pray. It's time to pray now. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest. We need some help. That he would send for labors into his harvest. God is looking down, he says. It's time for the real believers is to pray. The harvest is truly great. Everywhere you look, there is souls need to be saved. The field is blossoming, but we don't have enough laborers. We don't have enough workers. God sent them out two by two before his face into every city in every place where he himself would come. Then he let us know, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest. Pray, amen, so somebody can help you. That's Jesus himself. That he would send forth labels. Souls is lost. Souls are being lost every day. And we don't need, we don't have enough labels. He didn't save us, amen, that we could sit up in our houses and go to church, come back home and be satisfied. But he saved us, amen, to do a work. I'm talking about real believers. Go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. We have a responsibility. Even in our day and hour that we live in now, 
we have a great responsibility. He said, go your way. Behold, I'll send you forward as lambs among wolves. It ain't going to be easy. As I send you, as lamb, you know what a wolf will do to a little lamb. The lambs don't hardly have a chance among wolves. Well, in our society today, human being has the spirit of wolves. But the Lord says, I send you. Now, if the Lord send you, Believe it. Beloved, believe the Lord will take care of his own. But that's a picture, amen, that's not so pleasant. You go on, amen, among things that you know will devour you to carry the word of God. And he that hears you, hear me, now if they hear you, they hear Jesus. And he that despises you despises me. If they despise you because you preaching the word of God and telling them what thus says the Lord, if they despise you, they ain't only despising you, but they despising him that sent you. That's the Lord himself. And he that despises me despises him that sent me. Jesus said, if you despise him, you despise the one that sent him. Speaking of God Almighty. Luke 19, 12, 15 says, he said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called him his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. Occupy till I come. And his citizen hated him and sent a message after him saying, we will not have this man to reign over us. Listen at the world today is saying, we won't have this man. Talking about Jesus. He's the reign over us. Look at the irony they have in their speech and the pride that they have. We ain't going to have this man to tell us what to do, how to live. We're speaking of the apostles' church and what the apostles had to go through. And it came to pass that when he was returned, Having received the kingdom, oh, he brought something back. Then he commanded these servants to be called unto him, to whom he had given 
the money, that he might know how much every man had gained a trade. The Lord says to us, occupy till I come. I'm giving you power, and I'm giving you authority to do my will on earth as it would be done in heaven. Now the kingdom has come. The kingdom of God is without observation. You can't see it with your physical eyes, but the kingdom of God has come on earth. John 20, 21 and 23 says, Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you. Let me tell you, beloved, you can't go and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and don't have his real peace. You can go out there, amen, and mimic you can go out there and make a shipwreck out of your life, but you got to have the peace of Jesus within you. He said, my, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world have, but my peace. So we have to have the peace of Jesus. As my Father has sent me, even so sent I you. You that are ministering, and every believer ought to be a minister to the gospel, a witness to the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have no excuse. Even we try to make excuses, but the Bible says all excuses was nailed to the cross. They were blotted out. We, we aim at you or do what Jesus says do or you won't do. Then when he had said this, he breathed it on them. Oh, my God. The Lord needs to breathe. Hallelujah. The anointing upon, especially his ministers, they're preaching without the anointing. He breathed it on them. Just as a man, he breathed it, the breath. Of life is a man, and man became a living soul. He breathed. Ask God to breathe on you. He breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. You must have the Holy Ghost in this dispensation of time, in the church age. You got to receive the Holy Ghost. These are not the words of Dr. Moore, but these are the words of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Receive the Holy Ghost. Quit trying to preach without the Holy Ghost. Because you need the Holy Ghost. You need that dunamis power. You need that power that make you live right. You need that holy power to govern you, to make you honor and respect who the Lord is. 
He said, after that you receive the Holy Ghost, after now, not before, you shall receive power. Hallelujah. You shall receive a different spirit than what you had before. You will receive kingdom power, supernatural power, when you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God give utterance. In our day, in society today, we talk of the Holy Ghost, but it's not too many people in receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. They say, we have the Holy Spirit, but have you obeyed the commandments of Jesus? Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Whosoever sin ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sin you retain, they are retained. The word apostle means one that was sent. God sent. And an apostle. God called and an apostle. An apostle, amen, church, emerged as a body of believers sent out to the world as personal extension of Christ. Christ sent out apostles. They didn't have no gender on their own of what they were going to preach, but they were led by the Holy Spirit. When we are under the commandments of the Lord, it's not what we want to do, but it's what the Holy Spirit commands us to do. We are talking about the keys. You got the keys tonight, but are you using them properly? We're talking about the apostles. We are under the apostle doctrine, and Jesus Christ is our head. He is our chief cornerstone. Jesus taught the apostles. Now the apostles pass it on down to us. Many people are trying to fit the church into various molds and programs they think are best suit to its establishment. In other words, they attempt to focus the church to function within the framework they devise. The church, amen, don't have to be focused into the framework that you devise. The church is led by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. He that is led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. However, amen, no single human ideal 
of the organization structure can be a one-side fits all. Pat them in the church. One side, amen, don't fit all. A person, amen, cannot reduct the New Testament church, the apostles' church, to one simple organization. From how the privileged church met at home. In Acts, amen, 5 and 42, letting you know, amen, that there was houses back in the old days that they met in and they come together and they had what we call church. People were delivered at, at houses. Now, amen, we, 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 we think, amen, if you have to have, amen, a revival in a house, it, amen, it, 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 you are God's will. But the early church didn't think like that. Anywhere they could gather together, and began to praise God. That's what they did. Some of amen in temples, according to Acts Amen five and twelve. The works in worship was to be conformed to structure worship service. The sick was set before the streets where Peter walked so that they might be healed as his shadow passed over them. Acts 5 and 11. They didn't have a building. Peter, the sick was set a man in the street. And this man had so much of the anointing of the Lord within him until when he passed by them, his shadow had healing in it. What a powerful statement. We are under the apostle doctrine, church. Philip preached to the Ethiopian in the desert. Acts 8 and 1. Philip was in the desert. He didn't have no special place. <laughs> They didn't have to roll out no carpet to him. He was in the desert and he, he preached to the Ethiopian. Go into the world. Go into the poverty places. Go into the middle class. Go into the rich place. Preach the gospel. The church, amen, well, it's no political power, yet no king or government were able to strike its growth or its influence. Jesus assured believers that he would build his church and no force, nor even hell, could come against it. Matthew sixteen eighteen. Upon this rock, he said. He was not talking to Peter. He said, upon this rock, I will build my church. I'm going to build it. I will build my church. 
and the very gates of hell shall not overcome it. Hell has tried to destroy the church of Jesus Christ and still is as we're speaking. But you can't destroy the church of Jesus. You may slow it down, but you can't destroy it. Matter of fact, when the early church, amen, was going through persecution, the more they persecuted the people, the more, amen, they killed. That's the stronger the church got. Fear not him that can destroy the body, but fear him that can destroy both soul and body. Oh, we living for Jesus. The 12 disciples of Jesus Christ certainly fit, amen, a definition of the apostles. And they carried the message of Jesus to the world. That was just 12 men. And they carried the message of Jesus to the world. Now, amen, the Lord... After the 12, he gave, amen, seven and more, and then he gave an extension, praise the Lord. And now when it comes down to our time, he's still telling us to carry the gospel, go into the world and preach, not religious, not rituals, not prosperity. Preach the gospel. Preach the good news. The kingdom of God has come. Tell me and the women about the kingdom of God and what is in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink. It's not socializing, having a good time, going to bend quick. That's not the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, it is power within you. The Lord, amen. Hallelujah. Said after that you receive the Holy Ghost, you shall receive power. It is power. It's joy. You ought to be able, amen, in the midst of trouble. In the midst of difficulty, amen, you ought to have joy. Unspeakable joy. Joy will that will not let you have sadness. The joy of the Lord ought to strengthen us. We don't have that kind of joy, Holly. The apostles, amen, as they carried the message of Jesus Christ to the world. The church, amen, that forms as a result of the preaching of the apostles, they so embrace the message and lifestyle of the apostles. Now, there is a lifestyle that, amen, we have to have when we are in Jesus. You can't walk no any kind of way. You can't do what you want to. Even in your clothes and your dressing, you got to please Jesus. Look at, look at the world today. Look at the church today, amen, that is in the world. You think they pleading in Jesus? No. 
It's the satanic spirit that comes, I do as I please. No matter whether they do as they please or not, we still must preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. We cannot compromise with the world. He says in Revelation, come out from among them and be ye separated, says the Lord. I'll be your God, and you'll be my children. But you got to come out. All the church today, we are going through, amen, but the Lord has let us know, amen, that if you just suffer with me, if you suffer with me, he say, you shall also range with me. Let me let me that let me know, Amen. All of my days ain't gonna be no good days to the flesh. But if I just hang on in there, Paul says, "There's a crown laid up for me, not only for me, but for all of those that love the Lord." Hallelujah. As we see, amen, the apostles, church, amen, we will examine closely the definition of the uh, uh, defines of the apostles. They're historical, literary, historical. There were 12 original disciples, the apostles, who had a unique calling. By Jesus. You remember the story, amen, when Jesus, amen, told them, amen, as he seen them out there uh, fishing, he said, drop your net and follow me. Now, that was, amen, their trade of making their living. And here comes, amen, somebody walking on the seashore and telling them to drop your net and come on, follow me. How many of us today is dropping the world? Drop your net, he's saying today, and come and follow me. Or you think about, amen, you got to make a living for yourself. Well, the Bible tells us, amen, first seek ye the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. Put priority where priority is supposed to be. Put Jesus first. He will, praise the Lord, provide for us. All these things, houses, cars, and everybody else, money, God will add these things to us. But we've got to seek him first. But we're living in a time now, it's just opposite. We seek things first. And then try to seek the kingdom on the end. But that ain't what Jesus told us to do. I will look at the church continuous effort to perform the apostles' ministry is in no way intense to diminish or blurry 
the very specified one-time work performance by the original apostles. We endeavor only to examine and encourage the commonness of the essential idea of ongoing apostles, ministers, having all so received our special calling and order from Jesus Christ, continuing to carry the message of Jesus Christ to every nation, village, and recognized throughout the earth. Amen. It didn't stop there with the 12. God added to the church as he seemed fit. We must carry this vital message on. We must pick up where the apostles left off. The message does not change. Jesus told them to go and preach his word. Jesus told them to be like he is, holy. That's what they preach. They preach the gospel. Be ye holy, for I am holy. And holy without, he said, no man shall see the Lord. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built up on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus himself being the chief cornerstone. Ephesians 2, 19 and 20. You see, we have we got an example already set before us. Jesus comes to do the will of him that sent him. And just as the Father sent Jesus into the world, he said to his disciples, I also will send you. My God, my God. Between the commission of Matthew 10 and the birth of the church, Acts 2, Judah fulfilled his position with the twelve, when he sinned and chose suicide rather than repent. Now, Judas, amen, rather than coming clean. You know the Lord told them, amen, as they were sitting at the Last Supper. He said, the one that dipped his finger, they were eating Eating the last supper. He said, for all that, he said, why are you going to betray me? And I think about that, you know what? Some of us, amen, in church today is going to church. You know you're going to betray Jesus. One that dip his finger into the cup, the same shall betray me. When you betray the Lord, you don't walk off and left him. There is no amen room 
for light to shine because you don't filled your heart with darkness. Don't betray Jesus. All that old gospel, that old preaching that they talked about was nothing. Don't betray Jesus. If you don't understand it, keep it to yourself. Judah betrayed him. You know, the pieces of silver. And after amen, he gave him the silver. Then he didn't want it. But it was too late. Judah's soul was lost. Then the disciples, amen, they had to gather themselves together. And continue, amen, is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And as it was said, a lot fell, amen, and they chose Messiah, praise the Lord, to come in and take Judah's place. The function of an apostle with the church established and God's word delivers, the work of apostle as mentioned in Ephesians 2, 19 and 20, we complete however God's plan for his church. Require men and women continue to hear and obey his commandment to carry the gospel to every person. Consequently, the essential function of the apostle goes beyond the work of the original twelve and will remain a vital role in the church as long as the church remain on earth. As long as the church remain on earth, we got a responsibility. Is the priest the harvest is right? But are you willing to go out there and try to win souls to Jesus? The labor of the few. We have so many excuses. I admire, as I go to church on Sunday morning, I cannot speak Spanish. But I hear, amen, the little Spanish brothers and sisters, amen, I can tell the amen they're talking about Jesus. They be out there just preaching the gospel. I admire them. Because they're standing up for Jesus. They don't know who's going to praise the Lord, uh, uh, not like what they are doing, but they're out there. The body of Jesus Christ, we used to be out there. We used to witness. We used to be missionaries, evangelists. But now we all, amen, try to come into one shell, one place. Jesus said, you should have the poor with you always. But he went on down to say, Jesus made it clear that he was sending Forward all his disciples with a message 
before he ascends into heaven. Following his resurrection, Jesus' final words to his disciples was instructed to prepare themselves to deliver his message to the world. That was Jesus' final message to his disciples. Go, preach. Preach in season. Preach out of season. Rebuke with all long suffering and doctrine. Then he told them, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Now, my beloved brothers and sisters, you that, amen, is preaching, and you don't have the Holy Ghost, let me tell you, it's for you. Acts 2 and 38, 39 say, For the promise is unto you and unto your children, even as many as our Lord God shall call. If you don't have it, seek for it. It's for you. The Holy Ghost will come upon you. And ye shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judah and Samaritan, and unto the utmost part of the earth. Acts 1 and 8. You can't be no witness unto Jesus until you really receive the Holy Ghost. In the 19th chapter of Acts, Paul asked certain disciples, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? You are a believer, you said. You say you love the Lord. You say you've been transformed, been born again. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? And the answer was, we haven't even heard whether there is a Holy Ghost or not. Then he asked them, well, what then were you baptized unto? They said, unto John baptism. But John said, there'll come one after me. Whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you. Come on, church, with the fire and Holy Ghost. Amen, and that promise stands firm today. He want to baptize you with fire to burn up the corruption or the thoughts that come to your mind, sin in your life. He want to baptize you with fire. He is a consuming fire. God bless you. Jesus had give believers the message in Acts 1 and 3, and he expect them to use the power he was supplied to carry the gospel to the whole world. Now, amen, Jesus ain't giving you that power for nothing. He wants you to utilize it. Go tell somebody else. We don't got suffering today. We get filled with the Holy Ghost, and we don't want to share it with nobody else. Want to keep it to ourselves. That ain't what that ain't where he gave it to us for. He wants us to go and let somebody else know about this power. God natural nature and power does not permit his workers to linger unfulfilled. For the example of his creation of the world to be specified. Prophesied, fulfilled by Jesus' birth. It is obvious that he dealt 
He deals in completeness. The Lord deals in completeness. He don't do nothing halfway. The resident, amen, spirit of God, within the providence, the power <clears throat> that maketh the apostles effectively witness. Amen. The, the, the power of the Holy Ghost makes you to be an effect witness. You can do it effectively. You won't have to do it shamefully. You won't have to be a scared, amen, when you got that Holy Ghost. First Corinthians, amen, 6 and 19. God does not expect men and women to establish his church solely by the use of their own intelligence and resource. God ain't looking for man to establish his church about your intelligence. You're going to school. It means the Holy Ghost. And I want to say amen as my time going, amen, tonight. Let me say amen. Jesus is commissioning us. Go into the world and preach like never before. Get up off of your couch. Go amen and let somebody know that you have the power. You got the keys to unlock the door. Oh, you let somebody know, amen, that Jesus said, I give you the keys. Take the keys, amen, that he gave Peter and open somebody's heart up. Is the Dr. Moore tonight saying, amen. We thank God for this opportunity one more time. Is to come and be with you. And if the Lord be late, is coming. We will constantly be with you. Amen. Telling you about the word of God and apostle church. Amen. We are under the apostle doctrine. And Jesus Christ is our chief cornerstone. God bless you. Until next week. I'm going to be with us at 8516 South Compton Avenue. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.